Hello, welcome to Calls with Your Kinky Bestie. I'm Emma. I am a submissive and mentor for fellow kinksters. This podcast is all about insights into kinky life and dating, um, sharing my personal experience and stories, and help share mindset shifts too to get you into a confident space, um, more confident than you are now. So get ready. It all starts now. Okay, hi everybody. So, welcome back. It's Calls with Your Kinky Bestie. I'm an ADHD or sub, and we're talking about self improvement, dating, life stuff for those of us in the same uh, neurodivergent kink space uh, life path, <laughs> I guess. So, okay, I've talked about the topic of rejection sensitivity within ADHD before. Um, But today I really wanted to talk about this from a slightly different perspective and bringing in the themes of um, how self-acceptance can be driven by rejection and also I think part of the reason why uh, as as ADHDers relationships um, tend to move so much faster and we do get to that rejection stage so much quicker than... um, the neurotypical like dating uh, situations I've, I've observed. We just seem to move hard and fast and then feel that rejection really hard um, if, if and when it happens, if or when, I don't know. Um, so yeah, let's just bring all these themes together. I'm gonna break down and explain what I mean, share some lovely affirmations with you and a little, little mindset shift for you on this path. Um, This will be especially helpful for those who have been facing rejection recently or are currently in that state of being rejected um, on the dating scene. So let's do it. So the first part of this, I do think, um, I do think, is that um, as people with ADHD, as neurotypical, neurodivergent people, we tend to have this set of personality traits that almost... 10 X's <laughs> like um, it's like an accelerated course in getting to know someone like the way that we interact with others in the world so if you experience the symptoms of talkativeness um, reduced impact control um, reduced impulse control and I don't know the word for it but the kind of combination of those two is that people with ADHD tend to um, have a hard time keeping like information private, like keeping, like withholding the mystery or some personal details about themselves. Like we just want to tell everyone what we're about. Um, And even if we don't think, oh, I'm, I'm going to this conversation wanting to tell someone what I'm about, you just have this knowledge in you that this is how I feel and what I do. And I am, you know, just gonna just gonna share it because that part of my brain uh, that might tell other people, "Hey, slow your roll," <laughs> uh, doesn't function in exactly the same way for us. So, you know, especially if you um, are a sub or just you know in the the kink scene in general. But I'm a sub, and I mostly work with subs, so that's what I talk about. Um, but this would this specific thing would apply to other people in the kink space who are. Uh, ADHDers is that 
we have a hard time keeping that part of our lives private. Like I drop into conversations all the time, um, not in explicit details when it's not appropriate, but the people in my life who I have any amount of trust in at all, and sometimes even when I don't have trust in people, um, it's, you know, they, they just tend to know about this thing. I, I tend to slip it in and, and talk about it because it's a, a big part of my life. So keeping that to myself and keeping that truly private is just, you know, not really something that is on uh, my radar in the same way that, yeah, not, you know, another brain might just instinctively uh, not really, we're not really share those things. So because of that, and because kink is still seen as somewhat um, niche or controversial, or there's just a lot of misunderstanding around so many elements of kink as well, um, it's often something that, uh, you know, when people don't understand it, they tend to reject it um, because it's so you know, far from what they might see as their normal or as their desires. And, you know, I get that for them. However, this is the lifestyle that I am really interested in <laughs> and partake in. And it's a part of my life and I'm going to openly talk about it. <laughs> Pretty much always openly talk about it. So because we have this tendency to be so open um, and expressive about like who we truly are and what we're about and our interests. It can, you know, really be an accelerated, you know, uh, connection <laughs> moment or just, you know, an accelerated, you know, people learning about you. So that is really, um, often like the things that, um, and I, I don't really want to feel bad or sad about this because, the times in my life where I've, you know, experienced rejection um, because my personality or my interests don't align with, you know, someone else or they're just not able to accept it. Um, I, you know, if I had withheld that information for longer, doled it out for longer, or just, you know, never shared certain parts of my, my life with those people, like, they still wouldn't be interested in me as a human and what I have to offer. We just would have never had that conversation as directly. So I'm very, I guess, proud of this trait that I'm able to so easily express where I am. Um, and that's going to lead to people uh, making a, you know, more, uh, God, I keep saying accelerated, but like, yeah, making a decision quicker about, uh, you know, how they see you fitting into their life or if, and if they don't. So it's going to lead to rejection more, you know, pre pretty likely it's going to lead to you facing a lot of rejection in your life, especially as you're earlier on in your kink journey and you're not used to creating that community around you. Um, you'll probably find that a lot of the people that are around you already, depending on, you know, the circumstances that you're in and how you were raised and your geography and things like that. Um, you know, it just might not be a fit with a lot of people. You might face yourself being rejected over and over again. And, of course, that's really hurtful to any human on this earth. Um, but uh, another typical trait of people with ADHD is um, rejection sensitivity disorder. So just really feeling rejection a lot harder, having much more of an uh, emotional, stronger reaction to the feelings of rejection. Because, you know, as we just talked about, like part of why that rejection is happening is just because you're sharing you know, really quickly who you are and how you operate, <laughs> you know, usually. So 
it's really hard to know that that is not going to be a fit with everyone on this planet, especially if you have a huge capacity for love and acceptance of others. It's really hard um, when that isn't returned and isn't reciprocated. So whenever you're facing that constant rejection, and you know most of the time it does have to do with some personal reasons, obviously this is going to have uh, an impact on your self-esteem over time. And wow, I really, I, I mean, I bet we can all relate to this if you've found this podcast, that that is a really difficult space to be in. Um, and it's tough because the feelings just have to happen. There's no way um, to really speed up like the grief of a relationship to another person. You just have to feel it and sit with it. Um, and then, you know, move on and find other relationships. And whenever I've been in this low state of um, rejection and just feeling really low um, self-esteem related to that, I found this beautiful quote that I jotted down in a journal a million years ago. So here it is. <laughs> it says, let me fall if I must. The one I will become will catch me. And I don't know who said that. I will try to try to find out and put it in the show notes if I end up finding an author for that quote. But yeah, I just remember being so down and so low and really clinging to that idea that at some point in my life, I'm going to understand this more and feel better about this rejection. But right now it hurts and that's okay. Let me fall. So once you're able to then get to this place of acknowledging that <clears throat> not only do you have this super unique personality <laughs> um, because of your um, bedroom interests and your ADHD and that it's going to lead to you know uh, <laughs> fast and hard rejections whenever you're trying to date and form relationships with people in your life you know the next phase from there is really just finding a way to accept and embrace that about yourself and really just practicing the act of radical self-love of saying okay it is okay that this person or these people have rejected me i forgive them for that and also, it's okay that I don't have relationships with these people. Um, you know, I am here for a reason. There's a very unique purpose that I have on this planet that no one else can fulfill. And I have my own unique flavor of expressing it and personality that comes along with it. And of course, for me to get to who I need to get to and serve those people, um, there's also going to be a lot of people that aren't a good fit for me. So I really admire the people around me and thank the people around me who are really um, making space for me to experience that reciprocal love in the future by sharing, no, it is not with me. <laughs> so the, the affirmation I have there, or I don't know if this is an affirmation, but a, oh, a gratitude statement. Um, whenever you are experiencing rejection and people leaving your life is thank you for making space for reciprocal love. So 
you meet someone on a dating app, you go on a few dates, you get excited about them, you share a lot about yourself, you learn a lot about them. Um, it seems great to you, but you know, you're ending up getting a rejection from this person. Great. Thank you for making space for reciprocal love in my life. Um, because clearly that you were not the, the perfect fit for that and everything that I have to offer um, and the feelings that I express to others that I want to, you know, have those reflected back onto me. Like, I, I'm not interested in one-sided me loving you while you're annoyed with the way I exist and operate. So thank you for making space for that so I can find that with another human and many humans to come. So, yeah. <laughs> It's definitely a hard place to get to, but once you are in that space of acknowledging um, and just being aware that your unique flavor matters and has a place and this person did you uh, did a kind thing by letting you find that place um, and letting you know, hey, that place isn't here, even though you felt comfortable and curious about what they had to offer. So... <sighs> And then the other affirmation I want to share is just, um, I like, I love the part of myself who desires, <laughs> um, sorry, I have ADHD, so I got distracted. <laughs> um, okay, so I love the part of myself um, who desires connections with everyone I meet and wants to form uh, special bonds and support everyone who comes into my life. Um, and I love the large capacity that I have for accepting others and embracing others. And, you know, I also embrace reciprocal love and I, I make space for reciprocal love in my life. So that might sometimes mean uh, you rejecting others who are also not able to um, accept and love and embrace where you are and who you are. But yeah, I kind of shared my thinkings and affirmations and examples throughout. So I kind of uh, jinxed or took away my opportunity to have a final closeout thought. But hey. Uh, that's who I am. So thank you for listening. I will see you in the next lovely episode. Um, also, in case you didn't know, I do have a um, like share your questions feature. There's always a little thing um, linked in my show notes that lets you submit, I think it's through Spotify, like an, uh, an audio recording of a question or just you know a topic you want to have discussed and that I could, you know, put in a future episode and we could talk about those things. But, you know, I also acknowledge and I'm starting to cater my, my offerings more around the fact that, um, you know, submission and being in the kink space is not something that uh, is always easy to share online and be open about it. <laughs> so... I'm making space for more anonymity and some privacy with that, um, but I've also created an area of my website where you can submit those questions or comments for the podcast in the form of like a private 
message to me. So I wouldn't share your your name and obviously people wouldn't hear your voice because it wouldn't be a voice message, um, but that you could just type in whatever you want me to talk about and I could talk about that in a future episode. So um, that one link is new, but the other voice voice recording link is in all my other show notes as well. But thank you so much for being here and I will see you in the next one. For real now, goodbye. Thank you so much for joining me this episode. You can follow the podcast on the platform where you're listening to get updates with new episodes. You can follow me on social media at kinkybestie. I'm on Instagram. Um, You can also check the show notes for any links or resources that I talked about in this episode or just more ways to connect with me. And please share this with your kinky friends who could benefit from this type of content. Um, There is also an option for each podcast episode to engage with uh, Q&As or polls. So I'd love to hear from you and create future episodes around what you want to chime in with. So please check those out in the show notes too. And I look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Thank you.